Welcome to Get Offering the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for Exceptional 21st Century Living. Guess what, folks? We've got Ellen Meredith back with us, and we're going to be talking more about her book, The Language Your Body Speaks. Plus, we're going to be talking about some of the other things that she does. Now, if you didn't catch the first podcast with her, um, that is posted as of July 9th, 2020, and the title of it is self-healing with energy medicine so do check that out because that's kind of like their primer if you will for this podcast okay but i know you guys are going to enjoy it she's had great response from the uh, <coughs> excuse me first podcast so i expect exponential listeners for this one. <laughs> <laughs> now the information shared <clears throat> over it uses intuitive and pragmatic insights to help you shift your consciousness to break through the blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. We're going to help you let go of that BS that's been holding you back. But you guys know I always ask that question, are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system. A bit about me for my new listeners, intuitive since birth. I'm a third-generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting-edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I'm the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and at the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I also authored two books. Excuse me. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. My clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I uh, can help. To find out more about me and the services I offer, go to my website, nesmoniquechapman.com, and I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn. Ellen is back. Ellen Meredith is the author of The Language Your Body Speaks. She's an intuitive and <clears throat> excuse me, any energy medicine practitioner with over 35 years of experience. She has served on the faculty of energy medicine pioneer uh, Donna Eden since 2010 and teaches energy healing techniques all over the world. She lives in California, not too far from me, up in Marin County. <laughs> And you can check her out on her uh, website, and that's ellenmeredith.com, E-L-L-E-N-M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H.com. Welcome back, Ellen. Thanks, Monique. I'm really happy to be here. And hi, everybody out there. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, folks, you're going to hear a lot of clearing the throats, at least on my end, because the allergies are crazy. I don't know what's going on, but I got crazy (laughs) allergies today, so... Yeah. excuse me beforehand and we'll get through this okay um you know Ellen it's interesting I've got allergies and I'm talking to a healer so what is it that I need to look at about you know are those of us suffering in this way what is it that we should pay attention to because our body's trying to tell us something because my body wants to get rid of all kind of fluids <laughs> yeah absolutely mine's doing the same thing although I have to admit I've got cats and I'm a little allergic to cats and I will insist on kissing them and so my immune system just sometimes objects. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um, but let me let me talk a little about allergies because I think 
I think it's not just you and, and me. I think a lot of people are experiencing some reactivity right now in their bodies. And I want to talk a little about the energy of allergy. Um, okay. We have something, we have a, a feature, a function in our energy systems that I call the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper is your physical, uh, emotional, energetic, uh, and spiritual uh, immune system. Uh-huh. And it keeps the gates of self. It self says, this can come in. This needs to stay out. This is safe. This is not safe. This is me. This is not me. It's that decision maker that keeps us in body, that keeps us whole. And when our gatekeeper gets alert, you know, feels like something is coming in that doesn't belong or something is threatening the sanctity of self, she reacts. I'm going to call her a she. It's a, it's a, uh-huh. it's a mechanism, right? But we're uh-huh. both she's here. And okay. so it reacts. And it can speak to us through various symptoms. One of the things it does is it starts um, partitioning our energy field so that the energies don't flow as smoothly as they normally would. And that gets our attention, right? It just, it's like uh-huh. putting up uh, little walls and baffles. And the reason it does that, it's like with poison. If you swallow poison, it doesn't want the poison to go everywhere. So it's just going to try to surround it. And sometimes uh-huh. the phlegm, Phlegm actually surrounds particles that don't belong in the body. That's one of the, the purposes of running phlegm. So if there's a feeling, and they may not be particles, they may actually be thoughts or emotions or energies of, of any sort, but when your gatekeeper gets triggered, one of the things it's going to do is start running the phlegm to just surround anything that doesn't belong, to just keep get things maybe moving a little more. Um, there's inflammation is one of the reactions of your gatekeeper. So if you've got Uh inflammation going on, and again, this is both physical, but it's also emotional, mental, and spiritual. So you think about, well, what's emotional inflammation? It's that prickliness we get where we're we're just a little bit irritated or, or bothered. And, you know, what's a mental irritation? Sometimes we get hooked on a single thought and we start to, well, why didn't he do that? Wait, why did he do that? That's not good. You know, we get, we get kind of prickly around a thought. That's all your gatekeeper. And, oh, okay. it, you know, it, it's meant to keep you safe. It's meant to keep you whole. And it's meant to keep us in our bodies. And um, because, you know, we come into this lifetime and we, we have a body, we have a form. I call it your earth elemental self. And mm-hmm. we need to keep, keep that whole. And if we don't, if we just float back into spirit, you know, it's, it's lovely, but we can't function. So it's the mechanism that keeps us in our bodies and keeps the body safe at all costs. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's good to befriend your gatekeeper and know what she's trying to signal to you. Okay. Um, that takes a little bit of work, but you know, folks, we, it's important that we do our own work. You can have assistance uh-huh. of someone else, but it's truly important that we um, do our work. So I will pay attention because I've got <laughs> the allergies. <laughs> I will definitely right. pay attention. Right. Now, you, and, um, go ahead. 
Oh, I was just going to say, I teach a lot of exercises and activities to calm the gatekeeper. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe I could tell you one or two now since sure. you're, you're needing it, and, and probably a lot of people out there. I just want to say we both have a, an outer gatekeeper, a, a yang gatekeeper that, that protects you from things coming at you in the world. But we also have an inner gatekeeper that protects the sanctity of the self, sort of the, you know, your heart and your soul and all that inner, inner good stuff. And they both can get triggered in different ways. And I'm not going to do a whole long thing about all the different ways the gatekeeper works. But you want to be able to calm it down. So to calm your yang gatekeeper, one thing you can do, imagine you've got a big um, inside-out sock or something, a big tube around you. And it's like, almost like an egg shape around you. So what you're going to do is you're going to grab that at the top of your head, And it's just grabbing the energy. You're going to breathe in and pull straight up with your arms. Then you're going to breathe out, and as you exhale, you're going to bring your arms down and out like like the egg shape, down all the way to the ground, and you're going to tack that energy on the ground. Then you're going to grab that, the other end of this inside-out tube, and you're going to uh-huh. breathe in and pull it out and up in that bow shape, like an egg shape around you. Uh-huh. And then as you exhale, you're going to, tack it to the top of your head. <clears throat> it's basically something that's inside out that you're putting right side, right side out again. It's an, it's an, um, I call it porcupine reset because when your energies get activated, you look like a big porcupine. <laughs> so you want to kind of calm the porcupine. So that's really good for your yang gatekeeper. And for your yin gatekeeper, just draw hearts on your heart. Just go to your heart and draw beautiful hearts all over your anatomical heart, your heart chakra, that whole area of your chest. Just slow and beautiful hearts. And feel them in your skin. I mean, I'm, I usually do them right on the body unless I've got a, you know, a rash there or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that my body really gets the message. Wow, that's interesting because when you um, did the first exercise you shared, I did that and it felt very grounded. I actually felt like uh-huh. to the earth. For, for me, that is good. And then when yes. I was doing the heart exercise, it was interesting because um, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm speaking a bit more clearly now. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. um, inflammation, allergies, whatever, took a bet seat for the moment anyway so i'm wow it's instantaneous folks. so you know you can heal yourself quickly if you allow yourself to heal um now you are a big believer in um and i lost my place here you're you're a big believer in lifestyle medicine so is this the same what you're sharing with us now What, what I just did, what I call those energy medicine exercises. They're very much in the style of what Donna Eden teaches, where it's basically movements, gestures, whatever, that influence your various energy flows or energy systems. If you shut your eyes and think, okay, I feel solid, but I'm this real mass of moving, shifting energies. We're made of energy, and, and you could kind of picture all these whirling, swirling, moving things. That's what we really are. So when we use our hands that way and our arms, we're influencing the flow of energies that feed the organs, that feed the various functions of our body. Lifestyle medicine is an extension of that. If I'm feeling really 
crummy and horrible. I find that if I do the dishes and clean them, or especially cleaning pots and pans, that really shifts something for me. It's almost like in cleansing the pots and pans, I'm clearing my mind. I'm clearing my heart. I'm even clearing the plot line of my life a little bit. That's what I call lifestyle medicine. Things we do that shift the energy for us, that shift the emotions, that shift the thoughts, that shift how that flow works. And it's cheap and, you know, it's, it, it doesn't cost much. I mean, it doesn't cost me much to do my, do my dishes or iron my clothes or, um, or go for a little walk. So everything that we do that shifts our energy is part of a set of things that I call lifestyle medicine. Hmm. I love it. I love it. Folks, we're speaking with um, Ellen Meredith. We're talking about her uh, book, The Language Your Body Speaks. Uh, We do have a previous podcast with her, and that aired on July 9th, 2020. You can go back in your podcast menu and find it and listen to that. And uh, you can check her out on her website, and that's ellenmeredith.com. Ellen, you know, when we spoke back in July, COVID was still running rampant. At that time, I was still suffering mightily from the after effects of the um, case of COVID that I came down with. But I want to update COVID a little bit to talk about today. The vaccines are out okay. as today, as of this recording, uh, the first uh, Janssen um, or Janssen, however you say that, Johnson and Johnson <laughs> <coughs> vaccines were out or sent out, mm-hmm. and. During this COVID process, you know, it's just myself and my husband in the house and we can't see the kids and this, that, and the other. Um, And it gets very lonely. So talk to us a bit about the lack of um, maybe someone who's living by themselves who doesn't have anybody to talk to in the house or even to touch them. And and Mm -hmm. then uh, take the second part of this and talk about the vaccine and how energetically do you think it will help us in addition to the physical? Okay, excellent questions. And I did actually want to talk about COVID today because it it does affect a lot of us. Uh, One thing that COVID does energetically is it affects your yin gatekeeper. It affects the protector of the inner sanctity of the self. Excuse me. And one of the ways it does this is it influences your vagus nerve, which is a big nerve that runs all through the body and it influences your your circulation. It influences all different parts, your digestion, pretty much every working system in your body. So when you get a virus, a virus is a messenger and it comes Mm -hmm. in and it interferes with your own messaging. And so one of the problems is it's active. Your body can't hear itself think. And it's getting, you know, it's getting wrong messaging. Once the virus leaves, it, it leaves um, things falling apart in its wake. So, for example, when you felt better because you were doing the hearts, when it cleared some of your congestion, that's mm-hmm. because one of the things that COVID does is it leaves us um, kind of in pieces. It, it, leaves, it kind of takes away some of the glue that holds us together. And that's happening as a society as well. I mean, not just for the individuals, but in a larger um, mm-hmm. way. So one of the ways that we can either heal ourselves or keep ourselves safer is to bring more what I call coherence, more integration. And especially for people who don't get a lot of touch, um, 
you know, hugging yourself is, is good. It may be weird, but mm-hmm. your body responds to, to self-hugging almost as well as or better than someone else hugging you. So that's one, one key. And there's an exercise that I teach called touch bath where you basically take two hands and place them next to each other anywhere on your skin mm-hmm. and just spread them apart. You're just opening up space for energies to move. And you just, all over your body, you touch yourself. You know, like a cat would lick herself everywhere. Mm-hmm. You just touch, touch yourself and you spread your skin apart. You open it up. You stimulate it. You can even figure eight yourself. And what it does is it brings that sense of touch to your your body self, your earth, what I call your earth elemental, it, mm-hmm. it makes your body feel heard and it, it kind of calms your gatekeeper that someone is there. And that's so important when we're not having a lot of exchanges with other people out in the world to just show up for ourselves more specifically, more physically than we normally would. And mm-hmm. even, even if you're there with a husband, self-touch becomes one of the most healing things we can do. So um, in terms of how to, you know, how to address this, this, the recovery from COVID or not getting it, is you want to protect the inner sanctity of the self. And mm-hmm. ironically, a lot of us are staying home and not running around as much and getting less distracted. So we are actually naturally strengthening that inner sense of self and that, that inner purpose. But you know, it's not just, oh, it's good for your spiritually. It's very good for your immune system to have that spiritual or inner renewal and, and that sense of I'm connecting into myself. I'm getting grounded in myself and in, in who I am and what I am. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one piece of it is just understanding the energetics of this virus is it comes along and it, it leaves people literally discombobulated, un, un, uh, mm-hmm. disconnected from themselves, you know, mm-hmm. ungrounded. And that just, then your immune system goes on red alert saying, hey, I'm not grounded, hey, I'm not grounded, hey, I'm not grounded, and starts throwing out symptoms after symptoms. So people who are experiencing even some long-haul effects, you want to reestablish your basic energies. You want to connect into yourself and, and get everything connected up and working. And one of the best ways to do that is just figure eight all over your body and, and around your body and your field and between yourself and, and the world and just mm-hmm. get all those integrative uh, figures of figure eights moving better for yourself. I mean, that's a very simplistic way. There's lots of other things. but um, And I do have a whole course on, a free course on uh, energy medicine for, for healing from virus on my YouTube channel. So I just want to mention there's resources there. I know that sounds like an ad, mm-hmm. but I, no, it's just a free resource I put out. Girl, I believe she was advertising. <laughs> okay, but it's so, free, and it's just there for people because I wanted you to have the exercises there and for free that you could use to reestablish your energies once a virus has come through and disrupted you. And even if you haven't had COVID, the virus has disrupted you. I mean, you know, we've all been staying yeah. home, or most of us. We've all, you know, had to give up some of the things we love to do with people. You know, we stopped going to movies and theaters. Lots of things that got disrupted our energetic truths for us, even if we didn't have the actual virus. So it's, it's a society-wide virus as well as a specific one. So to get to the vaccine, I, I actually had my first one recently, and I, 
I thought about it quite a bit, and I did some research. And the reason I chose to do it is that my body is very vulnerable to viruses, and it ta- usually takes me a long time to recover because I'm a messenger by nature. I, you know, that's I've got mercury in everything, <laughs> and um, and so for me, I mean, really, I I just Gemini and the whole bit. So. So when a messenger comes and disrupts my body's messaging, it takes my body longer to sort out what's me and what's not me, what, what is safe and what isn't safe. It's just, it's very suggestible to viruses. And so I thought about it and thought, you know, dealing with the vaccine is probably going to be less hard on my body than dealing with uh, if I were to get COVID. Uh-huh. And, and that was where I made my choice. But I, you know, I've been looking at it energetically in my body. What I did because I got the uh, the um, Moderna one, which is little mm-hmm. RNA messengers. I had a little induction ceremony with my gatekeeper welcoming in the new little RNAs that, that come with, with the injection and welcoming, welcoming them to the team so that it wasn't like, oh, I'm being shot, you know, and invaded by this thing. It's like, no, helpers are here. I've got, I've got a, you know, kind of a, a support team coming in with specialized abilities to help my gatekeeper function better. And I really spent an hour or two just celebrating, you know, having a welcome home party to these little RNAs, and I had very little reaction. It, it went very well. I had a little nausea. I put on C-bands, which are little bands that work on your 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 balance and, mm-hmm. you know, help with nausea, and it went right away. So I did a little energy medicine to help it, and uh, it was fine. So what are the energetics of it? Well, first of all, it brings in the belief that we aren't at the mercy of this thing that can kill us, mm-hmm. that there, there is something that will help protect us. Second, it gives a message to your gatekeeper that, hey, we can learn something new, and this virus, we can learn how to recognize and say no to this virus. And it, it sort of brings a little lesson how to do that, sort of coded into the, into the chemistry of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it says to society, this isn't an endless, endless siege, that we can actually step past it. And um, so I think that energetically, message-wise, it, it is a positive thing to have the potential of virus. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of problems about equity of distribution and all of that. Mm-hmm. But putting that aside, um, not all vaccines are the same. I, you know, I'm not a big fan of all, you know, every vaccine mm-hmm. under the sun. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that if you have a single vaccine that is, has a focused purpose and you welcome it to serve that purpose and it becomes a partner to your gatekeeper, it, it won't harm you and it will do the job it's designed to do. So, okay. Okay, well, you know, folks, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I don't do the flu shots, okay? I yeah, I don't either. <laughs> pneumonia vaccine. This upcoming Friday, I'm getting the COVID vaccine, and I thought long and hard right. about it because, um, you know, um, old, black, I've got mm-hmm. issues that older black women have and Mm -hmm. um, it frightened me at first and I was like no I'm not going to do this I'm not I don't care I'm not going to do it then I went to okay I'll take J&J when it comes out and and then last Mm -hmm. week I was sitting and I actually meditated on it and what came to um, me and my meditation was both of my kids faces popped up and they were reaching their arms out to hug me and I couldn't hug them back 
So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I want to see my oldest who's not living in the area. So I'm going to get the vaccine, and then my youngest who lives in the area, you know, he can come over and um, yeah, be safer, healthier, all of us. So, you know, I decided yeah. to do it. Now, I, I've heard, you know, different things that you do. You can get sick, you can't get sick. But my basic feeling is if you do the energy work that um, mm-hmm. Ellen has just talked about, and then you take, you know, precautions that you can physically do, like getting more sleep. So make sure that you stay up the night before so you're really tired today. You get your shot, so you go home and go to sleep. <laughs> um, you know, or you know, you have whatever it is that you use to get rid of a headache or to kind of quell the oncoming symptoms of, you know, feeling not well. And if you do that, I think mm-hmm. that you'll be okay. I mean, I got a friend who's in his 80s and he got the shot. And it, it, it did put him down for five days. And he goes, you know, I had five days of rest. My wife didn't bug me, and I recovered, and I'm just fine now. So, I mean, it has to be a personal decision. It truly does. But the energetics behind it, um, I feel, is very important. Now, Ellen, talk to us about our language around our health. Because, you know, you touched on it a little Mm -hmm. bit with the language um, of the COVID. So why is our language so important to having well-being? Well, language is how we as human beings codify our experience. I mean, even as young children, we give names to things. We, we use phrases that connect us to the experience we've had, but also to other people. And so when we use language that is fear-based or negative or um, hateful or defeatist, we're, we're giving that, the energetics of those words that we learned to our, our physical self. And um, so I'm, I'm a big, you know, I'm, it's fine to say something terrible, but it's also good to reframe it then as a positive. So, you know, for me, the reframe was not, okay, I've got to have this big protective shot from something attacking me. It's more like I need to reinforce my sense of self with these extra very specialized helpers who can do that. And, mm-hmm. and so then I came up with a concept of a ritual to welcome the new helpers in, a, a kind of induction ceremony. Um, you can only think of things like an induction ceremony if you're playing around with what am I saying, how am I saying it, and why am I saying it that way? And to really say what is it I truly believe and understand about life and how can I fit this experience that I'm working with into what I truly believe and make it part of my world rather than somebody else's imposition on my world. Mm, okay. Um, what is healing subjectivity and how can we bring that back into healing? We seem to have lost our way there. Healing subjectivity. Well, okay, good question. So one of the crazy things that happens in our society is that we have objectified illness. So illness is a thing, you know, rather than I have a body that functions and when I'm sick, it's because it's not functioning as well. We go to, oh, I have a gallbladder attack or I have this disease called impetigo or I have, you know, I have a cancer. And we, we think of these as things apart from ourselves. And then our Our Western medicine is all about either attacking the things, removing the things, um, Mm -hmm. addressing just the thing. And 
other other realms, other worlds of healing, you know, like Eastern Eastern healing forms of healing, see it very differently. And I'm I'm kind of more in that camp of saying your body is functioning, and you get sick, it's because your body's not functioning as well. If you have a cancer, it's not a thing. It's your cells are replicating too fast or out of control, and the um, mechanism that tells them that I have enough and I should stop now, I don't need more cells, is not working right now. And so how do I work within myself to repair the body's functioning on its own terms rather than seeing everything that happens to me as something from outside? That's, that's the objective. And the subjective is I have to live this life in this body and you know I can change the storyline somewhat and I can change the body somewhat but mostly this is my instrument and if I want to play the music of my soul I want to get really good at playing this instrument and finding out what it can do and so healing is beyond just fixing what's wrong it's cultivating what it means to be well you know you said you're old and black what does it mean to be a very uh, thriving older black woman you know what what do you want to do with that character and that instrument that you have chosen in this lifetime what do i i'm a i'm an older jewish lesbian what do i want to do with that storyline and those details you know mm-hmm. and i may change the storyline right. but i don't but i don't need to become a piccolo you know if i'm a violin i don't have to i don't have to treat myself like i should be a piccolo and mm-hmm. i think so often we take other people's rules and ideas about what what's healthy and we try to you know take ourselves to boot camp to make it happen and that's not healing that's not wholeness that's just uh you know something outside the self rather than what you referred to as subjective healing okay Okay, um, I want to switch gears. Um, on your website, okay. um, ellenmeredith.com, you offer so much. And the one thing that caught my attention this morning, and I'm actually going to go through it while I'm talking to you on the phone, is you have a DIY divination tool. So if you want to have I... give, your, give your own reading, folks, um, this is a good tool, but it's quite interesting. So I'm going to um, tell the people about it, and I'm going to submit a question, and it gives you instant answers. You don't have to give an email or anything like that. So I'm going to do a question. Tell people what it is, and I'm going to put a question in, and then I will share the uh, answer okay. with everybody. Okay. Okay. Well, divination is the art of getting insight by using imagery, symbols, objects to to trigger your knowing, trigger your inner knowing. It's it's not a message from outside yourself. It's to divine your truth, to get inward and hear. And so this divination tool, do-it-yourself divination tool, is it's not uh, tarot or runes or the I Ching. Those are more formalized. Uh, forms of divination it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a self-help tool where you put in a question you choose a layout you say like past present or future or mine yours ours or the heart the head the the mind and the body <clears throat> different aspects that will address that then i have a, a i think about 500 images in there maybe more and it's a randomized thing so you put in numbers for each of the positions you've chosen like let's say it's past present future you put in a number for each of those positions and the tool will give you an image and then what i've got set up online is you just 
free associate. You look at the image and say, how does this relate to not only my question, but the aspect. If it's the past, how does this relate to the past of my question or the present of my question or the future? And then you just write in what you think and see and, you know, free associate. You can even get a friend to help you. And then you can summarize what you've come up with. And it's, it's a walks you through doing a little uh, – psychic or intuitive reading for yourself and and psychic is just a matter of activating your intuition so um so that anyway that's what it is and it's it's kind of fun to play with it's free you can use it as much as you want yeah um i did it um well i did one earlier and i uh-huh. um, did it around business and it showed a phone which you know i do a lot of work on the phone it showed yeah. um like musical notes um, at least that's why uh-huh. it's like things are going to be just fine and oh God, mm-hmm. third one I don't remember the third one but it was all like right in sync with what I was doing so this one since I was talking about getting the vaccine and all of that I put in how would the vaccine affect me and I uh, utilized there's three different layouts folks there's the de- developmental the elemental and the relational so I use the elemental um, uh, layout and the first one that came up was um, the heart and it says what does the image above tell me about the heart of the matter and what I got was dominoes which I thought interesting. Was quite interesting and then the next one which is even more interesting is the mind what does the mind tell you the image is a cloudy like a rain rain falling the third uh-huh. was the body and mm-hmm. that was an airplane, and I like—I used to like to fly anyway. And the fourth uh-huh. one, I haven't looked at this one yet, the soul, um, and this is a computer with a mouse in the screen. So based on that, what would you say if you were working with someone? Okay. Um, we're going to have to do them one at a time because I can't memorize that many yeah, things right. at once. When I've, yeah, the first but, one is um, Domino, the heart. Okay, and that's the heart. Okay, so one of the things about this tool is it's really about activating your own knowing for yourself. But as I said, a friend can help you. So one of the two of the things I think about dominoes is one that if you line a bunch up and you you flick one over, then a lot of other things fall into place. They all, you know, you can get a whole string of dominoes falling over. And that can be negative or positive. But since we've got a, a pandemic going on, you know, it 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 sort of says to me, well, your heart is maybe feeling like if you do this, you're contributing to the ending of pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what my association that's is. How, the other, that's how I took dominoes fall. And, you know, you can set up, as you said, and they fall wonderfully. Right. One individual making that choice, yes, you help protect yourself. But you said you had COVID. You might actually have some immunity, but um, you're doing actually, it. I don't. I had the test done. I, actually, don't. I don't. Oh, dear. Okay, so so in fact, it's just it's it's something that sets things in motion for you. That's a positive. Now you could say, oh my gosh, dominoes they all fall down, but I don't I don't see it that way. The other thing I think about dominoes is how it matches things up, and so it may actually help your body get more organized. Um, you know how what you play dominoes by matching the one to the one, and then the six to the mm-hmm. six, and then the three to the three, and so it may help your body just sort some things out um, and actually get healthier. It might help your immune yeah. system uh, get organized. That that was the other 
conversation that came up for me. Okay. And the second one was the mind and it had like a rain cloud over it. And I took that as a positive because when it rains, it Uh generally washes things away. It clears. Yeah. Yeah. It promotes growth and healing. So that was my interpretation around that. And yeah, I have the same one. (laughs) Oh, okay. And then the body um, was an airplane. Um, Uh Generally, they're pretty strong. You can fly. You can go from one place to Mm -hmm. another with great speed. Um, Uh Uh-huh. At least, on, you know, on the positive aspect, the negative aspect, you get on the airplane and nobody has on a mask and everybody's sick. But right. I'm not going there. I'm going with right. Well, but here's the thing. The question was about getting the COVID vaccine, mm-hmm. meaning you'll be safe to get on an airplane again. Oh, you know, okay. Yeah. You know, it's like th- you'll be safe to do things you love to do. You'll be safe to go places and get out and about, you know, airplane to fly, you know. Yeah. So I... I you know, I sort of see it as, as your body saying, yeah, I can take off. I can fly if I have this protection in me. Right. And then the last one was the soul, and that was the picture of the computer with the mouse and the screen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. And that's interesting. And what, what's your association with computers? Um, if, I, if I don't... Um work with my computer I don't make money <laughs> my website the podcast uh-huh, I like uh-huh. this wonderful little computer um, yeah yeah I mean so it sounds like you know in, in the position of the soul you think what a computer how soulful is that but if it's the instrument of your work and your work is your soul's work which it is uh-huh. then it's just sort of saying then you can keep going with your work you know you your instrument will be of your soul will be uh will be fine will be supported uh-huh. so folks that, i mean yeah that makes perfect sense but folks i, I want to get in that you can and again there's three different layouts and you can pick your questions um, the first time i did it i asked the same question like three different times with different numbers Okay, uh-huh. all of them tracked um, in the same energy and all of them were correct for me. Yeah, you do have to think about it. So nobody's going to be here like with um, Ellen just, you know, did with me and tell you what it means. <laughs> but if you take, and I did that so you guys could get a clue. But if you, you know, look at it, take the time and, you know, take the energy within, you'll come up with wonderful answers. So that's one great thing on our site. Now, Ellen, also on your site, you've got the books that you have uh, written, DVDs. Um, You've got a coaching corner. Tell us about your coaching. Mm -hmm. And are you doing virtual coaching or is that up and running when COVID Uh, is free? Okay. Okay, at the moment, I'm not because I'm teaching on the SHIFT network. Um, that's S-H-I-F-T network. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful place to get cl- courses. And I've, I've taught, um, I've got one seven-week course, uh, Activating Your Body's Language. It's really fun and chock full of, of tools and things. And so that's available there. And I'm putting out um, another course that should be available uh, in a month or two. I'm, I'm in the midst of teaching a 12-week advanced course. So because I'm doing that and I'm working on another book, I'm not actively coaching at the moment. And, you know, I put it up thinking, oh, you know, I can, I can do some group coaching. It'll be so fun. And then I just got too busy. So, um, but what I do with the coaching corner is if people put in questions, every couple months I'll take the questions and I'll find, you know, three or four or five that I think are, are uh, relevant to a lot of people. And I'll I'll put up video answers. So I think Mm -hmm. in the coaching corner, um, you can find some of those Q and A's. 
Yeah, okay. And if you go to my YouTube channel, again, I, we posted even more there. I think I'm up to 18 or 20. I don't know how many are there. So, um, so that's how I'm doing the coaching now is just trying to put out as much free material as I can for people or accessible material and trying to work from the questions that, and concerns that people have and they bring to me. Okay, cool. Now, what is your YouTube channel so that we're all clear on that? Uh, I think it's called um, Energy Medicine with Ellen Meredith. Okay. And that's M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H. Yeah. Okay. And, we'll, um, we'll, put, yeah. we'll put that on the show page, folks, in the link there so that you'll be able to find it. Um, Ellen, as always, when I talk to you, the time just flies so quickly. And really, Monique. <laughs> but I would love for you to give us yet another pearl of wisdom. Okay. Um, let me just think for a second. Um, right now, one of the things that is really important is grounding. Um, there's a lot of things going on in our shared culture that has just kind of uprooted all of us. We're in a time where change itself is accelerating. There's so much going on. So uh, in terms of grounding, I want you to think in terms of um, almost like air roots, that we don't just ground into Mother Earth, although that's important. We send out filaments of connection to everything that gives our life meaning. So I think it's good to take a little moment and say, what gives my life meaning? Who do I admire? What do I admire? What are the qualities? And just send a little, like, like you're a spider, send a little filament of connection out to those things that, that give you meaning for whatever reason. I'm looking at a really beautiful big tree outside my window, and I'm just going to send a little filament of connection to that. And I'm going to send a filament of connection to a few of my teachers from the past. I'm going to send one mm-hmm. to you, Monique, Thank and you. out to um, uh, the color that I love. There's a beautiful color of purple-blue that I just love, and I'm sending a filament of connection that way. And those filaments become almost a a conduit for energies to come in and nourish us and feed us and and when I talk about grounding I like to think of nourishment that we're not just you know plugged in we're being nourished by our connections and so that's what I want to invite people to think about is what nourishes me beyond food what nourishes me and how can I make connection with those things and let them nourish me better Great. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Alan, thanks so much for your time today. I greatly appreciate it. Sure. Into the- Monique, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you. You know, we have to get together because we don't live too far from each other. You know, just over the bridge. I know. I know. And, and <laughs> pretty soon it'll be safe to do that. Yes. <laughs> Yay. Woohoo. Um, so- Yay. Again, Ellen, thank you. The audience, thank you. And I want everyone to remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of learning the language that your body speaks so that you can have better health. Abundant blessings, light and love to all. Agape. Agape.